0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Welcome to the broadcast. We're talking about the world it was. And I want us to see some things about the flood that came upon the earth. The flood that was in Genesis 1, 2. That's the flood we're talking about. Now, I want to read what it says in Psalms 104, verse 4. Who made his angel spirits and his ministers a flame of fire, talking about God, who laid the foundation of the earth, that it would not be moved forever. Thou coverst it with the deep as with the garment, and water stood above the mountains. At thy rebuke, they fled, and at the voice of thy thunder they hasted away. Now see, we've always concluded at this, that, well, this is talking about the flood of Noah. Noah's flood. But no, this is not Noah's flood. This is the flood that came upon the world that was, that we read about in Second Peter, and says that the world that was being overflowed with water perished, but the world that now is... it shows you a difference in the world that was and the world that now is. Now, I want us to go back into 2 Peter, and I want us to look at the second chapter. Then I'm going to go back over and read the foundation scriptures again. Because just because you heard it once didn't mean you got it. Now, Here in the second chapter, verse 4, it says, If God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness, to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world. Now here comes that word again, the old world. Uh, You know, we've taken that, and I've read it this way many times, and you know, I can't fuss about people taking it that way because I took it that way myself. I'd said, well, he's talking about Noah's flood covered the earth. But now let me point out something. That is not what he's talking about here. Notice the context. He is speaking of the world that was and was destroyed in Genesis 1-2, overflowed with water, and it perished. And we read it in Jeremiah the fourth chapter. said there was no man, there was no birds, there was no trees. Everything was annihilated in that flood. Now listen to what he says. God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down. Now, when did that happen? See, stop and ask yourself, when did this happen? Did this happen after Adam was created? Oh, no. This was before Adam. The angels were cast down. This was when Lucifer rebelled against God. Now, all of this took place before the Garden of Eden experience, before Adam was created and put in the garden to have dominion over it. Now, this is the context of what he's saying. The very next verse said, and spared not the old world. So we connect that with the context of the scripture is that he's talking about this old world perished. The old world vanished away because of the judgment of God. God refused to allow the sun and the stars and the moon to shine upon this old world, and it totally and completely perished off the face of the earth. Now, we know the stars were there when Lucifer reigned. We know that heaven was there. We know there was clouds when Lucifer reigned on the earth and was the ruler of it. Because he said, I'll ascend above the clouds. I'll go to the stars of God and become like God. So he rebelled because of his pride. And here it tells you that God spared not the angels. See, that world was under the control of angels, evidently. From what the Bible says. And he said he spared not the old world. Then he says, But he saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness. Now what he's doing is pointing out to us the difference between God's dealing with the old world, the world that was, and the world that he is now. Now the world that he is now that he refers to in Second Peter is the very same world that Adam was created and put upon. That's the world that is now. We're living on the same world that Adam lived on. It was covered with water one time and killed all the people but eight. And the animals survived because they were saved in the ark. The trees survived because the water didn't stay on the earth long enough to kill them. The first chapter of Genesis tells you that God had to recreate the earth, had to reform it. He had to create the trees again because all trees were dead. It was totally absolutely annihilated the whole world system and the world social order the cosmos the hebrew says was destroyed now that was in the flood of genesis 1 2 now this is where peter is making the difference between the two floods in the first rebellion god spared not the old world now, i know i've said it to some of you getting tired of hearing it but i am to say it again when it says the old world, it's talking about the world of Genesis 1.1. It's not talking about the world that was recreated where it says God made the land to appear in Genesis the first chapter there because God created this old world in the beginning and the heavens existed then. He saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing a flood upon the world of the ungodly. Now he calls this world that we live in the world of the ungodly. The other he calls the old world. Now, I think you can see that, and I think you can understand some of that. Now, go back over to Psalms 104, and let's read again what he says about the flood receding off of the earth. And he says, verse 7, At thy rebuke they fled, the waters fled, the voice of thy thunder they hasted away. But now, if you read that in Genesis, you'll find out that it did not happen that way in Noah's flood. It says the waters continually abated. And it was over several months that the waters went down. This flood that he's talking about here, the one that covered the old world, the one that destroyed the cosmos, and destroyed all life that was there on, totally and completely, all vegetation, that flood that covered that world, abated at the voice of God. At His thunder, it vanished away. In other words, it took place instantly. And that's what you read about in Genesis. In fact, I think we ought to turn back there and take a look at it. In the light of the scriptures that we've read you, it says, God said, let there be light, and there was light. Let there be. Now, that's not a creative word. Let be. That means let the light shine. The lights were already created. The lights were already there because the heaven was already created. Now, as you follow this down, it says, God said, verse 6, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And Then you notice it says, God said, God said, let this and let that. And then he called the dry land earth. Now, what you're seeing is, is something that's very contrary to our religious teaching. And I realize that I've opened myself to criticism in this, but I'm willing to be criticized to say what the Word of God says. That's all I'm doing is just teaching you what the Bible says about creation. And then if you'll notice in Genesis 1, it makes the statement over here in Genesis 1, 28, And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it. Now, this is God's instruction to Adam and Eve. Then, if they're going to replenish the earth, then the earth had to be plenished at one time. To replenish something, it would already have to have been plenished. So, what we see is a reconstruction and a reforming of what God had already created. And I don't know why that Christians get upset about this, other than the fact that they don't understand what the Bible says about it. Because... As you know, the scripture that we've talked about has very vividly pointed to us that there is a difference in the flood that covered the old world and Noah's flood in Genesis, what is the 8th chapter, somewhere along there. There was a difference in that. In fact, let me make these analysis and we'll get into some more of these. The earth was made waste in Genesis 1, 2 and Jeremiah 4 tells us about that in 2 Peter 3, 5 and 6 the earth was not made waste in Genesis eight eleven and 22. It was not made waste. So this is the difference in the flood that covered the old world and the flood that covered the world that now is. One caused it to be waste and desolate and totally void. The other did not. People were there. People were still there. There were still birds there. There was still life there. The trees didn't die. So you see, when we look at the creation in the light of the Bible, then it begins to line up with some things that science has found out. Now see, science is not against the Bible. And the Bible is not against true science. And it's time that we as Christians begin to realize that, hey, there may be something we don't know about this. And I'll be the first to tell you, I don't know it all. (laughs) I'm not proclaiming that I know everything there is to know about this, but I'm going to proclaim to you the things that I do know about it, the things the Bible says about it. And you see, some of our creation theories and our so-called science creation theories is just as wrong, some of it is just as wrong as the evolution theory because we've tended to say, well, the Bible says the earth is only 6,000 years old. Well, the Bible did not say that. And I'll tell you, it helped me when I found out that the Bible did have more to say about it. Now, some of the differences between the flood, I've got them listed here. I want you to listen to them. The earth was made empty in Genesis 1-2, and Jeremiah four twenty three tells us that. But it was not made empty in Genesis six eighteen, where Noah's flood was. The earth was not empty. See, the comparison we're making... To prove to you from the scripture that there was more than one flood. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our CD offer all this week is CD offer number 7225, The World That Was. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. Now, this is what I call the eyebrow raising series, and I can't do justice to it of what it's all about here in the little time that I have to give this promo. Now, many of you say, well, what is he talking about the world that was? The world that then was being overflowed with water perished, Peter says. I'm going to read that to you in Second Peter chapter 3. He says, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished, and the heavens and the earth which are now by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. Now, the world that then was wouldn't be the world that now is, or else he wouldn't have called it the world that then was. He's referring to Genesis 1-2, where the world was covered with water. God created the heavens and the earth, and it was dry land, because earth is dry land. And the word was here in verse 2 says, The earth was without form and void. We know God didn't create the earth void and without form. It was made that way in Genesis 1-2. There's a great catastrophic event that happened. Some call it Lucifer's Flood because the world that was then overflowed with water and it perished. Now listen to Jesus in Luke chapter 10, verse 18 says, He said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Did you realize when Satan stood up in the Garden of Eden, he'd already ruled over nations and been cast out of heaven? He had to bar the body of a serpent to manifest himself. So this is what we're talking about. The world that then was being overflowed with water perished, but the world that now is is reserved under fire against the day of judgment. This is a very informative series. It's two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call one 396 9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at CharlesCaps.com.